you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. I said, mm. I said, mm. Let the beat rock for a minute. Now I'm about to let the flow knock. My name is Dustin Ross and I don't stop. I got a brand new motherfucking drop top with a dock in the front and a dope man in the back. I don't care if you don't like that because we're getting this money. They go click clack. I got a big gun in my pocket. How's that? Ooh. I'm not the nigga that'll shoot up the room, but I'm the nigga that'll make it go boom. <laughs> I got a lot of zigzaggity zoom. I'm a bad motherfucker. Pull you right out the room. Hey. Ooh, pull you right. Pull uh, you right out the room. Uh, Dustin uh, Ross said it. Pull you right up the room well that's doom for you and your man though it don't matter welcome to the fun zone <laughs> I looked that real short I want to end that real cute though that was cute though you was on something you that know how good. it is you, when, you le- when you left right in the room uh-huh. you know how it is what's up Welcome to the Friend Zone, our weekly look into all things mental health, mental hygiene, mental wellness, yeah, well-being, yeah, you know, because yeah. who in the hell wants a musty brain, you right, know what I'm right. saying? I'm just happy to be here tonight. <laughs> look, you know what, <clears throat> to switch gears, when you say I'm so happy to be here tonight, yes, that makes me think of every time I've heard the phrase, like, I'm not supposed to be here, because when you hear that, that shit is powerful, and sometimes when somebody's like, I'm just happy to be here tonight, you just be like, you know what, I am, I am just so happy to be here, especially mm-hmm. after surviving brunch with Dustin on <laughs> Sunday uh, for your birthday. It's all yeah. like a show. Because Surviving brunch with Dustin. You know, yeah, it should at, be a show. Listen, after your travel show, they should play your brunch show. Yes. Like, after you're done traveling, don't forget to hang out with Dustin for brunch. That's right. I mean, I, I just, you know, very grateful, very just covered in, you, you know. You look gorgeous. Thank you so much. You did, too. I love the suit. Thank you so that much. Was awesome. You know, right? Thank you, man. I just wanted to represent myself well and, and come into my new year you know, presentable. Love it. That's all I wanted to do. And I had all my close friends there with me. Um, and it's so great to have such a diverse group of friends True. that can all just decide we about to have a good time together. And we did. And do it. In honor of Dustin. And do it. You know, friendships was made. I saw people exchanging numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> okay. I did. You know, so people exchanging saliva. I, okay. you know, I, I felt like it was a Dustin brunch, you know? Thank you. So it was dope. It Thank def- you all for coming. It definitely was awesome. a Dustin brunch. It was the turn up of all turn ups. We went to three yeah. different places. And I was still in bed on time. Yeah. But it was a bomb ass Sunday. And I had a nine thirty meeting uh, Monday morning that went great. Like I You're nailed kidding. it. You're kidding. And you still wow. Yeah, and nailed it. So it was just I had good energy. You right. know what I mean? You're happy. And, um, and you must have some good ass sleep too. You know when you crash sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> 
I did. I well, you know, I, oh, well. hey, I just dove in. Like, as soon as I got to the crib, I just, whoosh, like, I, I Michael <laughs> Phelps into the motherfucking bed. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, but it was great, great time, great energy, ready for this next year of my life. Really yep. trying to be a better nigga, but still be the same nigga. You know what I'm saying? Finding that balance is hard. It is. Okay? <laughs> it's hard, okay? But I'm trying, and I think that that's what's the most important thing. So, trying is very important. That's right. And if you've been trying, that means that you've been listening to us every week because we've been helping you try because we've been trying ourselves. Like, I'm trying not to be petty anymore, and I'm just trying to say try as many times as possible. Speaking of try, Try by Nelly Furtado is one of my favorite oh, songs, my, and that's the I song of the week right now. Oh, what did I come Look, what happens? All I can do is cry. Or try? Try. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, that's a beautiful that one. She has so many moments. A1. Oh, my God. Look, you want to just, I just want to hold my hands out in the rain yes. in that part. Because it's, I'm that's not going to have this I wish Kanye West would sample it somehow, some way. Honestly. That song needs to be reborn. You know does. what I mean? In another version for, so that it can be introduced to everybody. It's great. You know, they used right. to play it in Best Buy all the time. Every time we go in Best Buy, I would hear that song. I love her. And before her. we get She's to really it, mm-hmm. I loved her too. But when she started doing Spirit Indestructible and all that, I was like, all right, Nelly, I think I'm losing you. Yeah, I don't even know what the hell that is. It what was like, that? so look. It came after Loose? It, yes. it oh. was, And Loose was where it stopped. Loose was the shit. It was like the self-title was first. And then after that, it was the folklore. Folklore mm-hmm. and then Loose. And then I was like, okay, because Loose was the red one, right? Yes, with all and them Timberland jams and, and Showtime. <sighs> Nelly Promiscuous Girl. She was, them was hits. We, we, that album was huge. Yeah, that was. She ruled the summer. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, right. I don't even remember what year that was. I don't either, but it, it was to a be great like one. like 05 or something. Somewhere really? I think so. Somewhere back so they did that Man Eater remix with fucking uh, Lil <laughs> Make your body talk. Make your body talk. That was spin class music. <laughs> <laughs> but that <laughs> it was. Look, but that remix with Wayne was lit, too. That was spin-ass music. (laughs) But just to bring it back, bring it back, let's go ahead and talk about some of the shit that we had seen from the conversation last week on Flint. That we had seen. Um, So on last week's show, we had an amazing guest. Well, two guests, really. Jasmine and Dustin's sister. Daria. Had to show up and show out. Right, and they blessed us with their perspectives as residents of Flint, Michigan. So it was really great to have that um, raw, real position on everything that's going on as opposed to just hearing what these politicians have been telling us yeah. on the news and just kind of, you know, rumors online because you never know what's real or what's not. So that was really impactful. And you guys had a lot of amazing things to say. So, guys, who stood out to you the most? Sir Dustin. Where? Where? Cosmo, I'm a bitch. She's a big fat bitch. No, not that one. Sorry. <laughs> so this week I want to give a shout out to at be nasty, B-E-E. N-A-S-T-Y underscore on Twitter. And her handle says Venus Fly Trap Queen with some little cute thing behind it. Anyway, (laughs) the point is, she says, Back That Ass Up is the new I Will Always Love You. Iconic songs etched in history. Look at Dustin slash the friend zone laughing her ass off, which means that not only did she recognize the truth in the humor, <laughs> but she also recognized the humor in the humor. So I just want to give a shout out because I done told y'all last last week, you know, you got to be smart to be funny. You got to be smart to get the jokes. And that's why she wrote what she wrote. And that's why I spoke what I spoke. Oh Amen. God. What you got? Sounds like the word. She got a sound tape. Um, well, my comment comes from Brandy Goldsboro. And this one was actually uh, based around one of the conversations that we had towards the end. And they said, my therapist told me that it takes 
You have the duration of your relationship to recover. I believe it to be true. I wasn't crying every day for two years, but I had a lot to unlearn and heal. He initiated the breakup, so I'm sure that it's taken him less time to heal. Unfortunately, we both decided it was best to cease all communication. It's been two years, and I've grown a lot, and can't help but wonder if things would work would work now since we're both older and hopefully more self-aware. So when we did talk about it last week, and I was like, it should not take you half the time, because like that would suck. But when you put it like that and like just really have to think about all the time that you spend with someone and frequenting places and if you were still living in those same spaces or even living in the thought of someone in the past like that, then it is going to take you a, a while to have to get through some things. But it's also different strokes for different folks in different situations. So True. thanks, Brandy, for going ahead and putting that in perspective for me because initially I was like, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Abstract Truth on SoundCloud said, um, in regards to the Flint conversation, she said one of the most heartbreaking things about what has happened in Flint is Snyder's complete indifference for months and years leading up to this and how slow government officials are moving to fix this versus the speed of which he has secured a crisis management team and legal representation all on the taxpayer's expense. Talk about adding mm. insult to injury. You pay for contaminated water as well as the salary and the legal fees of the person who is responsible for the injury. Mm -hmm. It's a damn shame. So, I mean, it's so loaded last week's episode. If if you're listening and you have not had the chance to go back and listen to last week's episode, give it a listen. Only because um, before (laughs) before the episode, honestly, I was not clicking a lot of the the links because I was like, this is terrible and sad and like, you know, trying to deal with your own everyday life. But if you have the time to take out, like definitely take the time out to listen or read or Google, just get out there and get informed. I encourage all of you to do so because that that whole situation is just it's unbelievable. It's still happening in 2016, too. Like the fact that it even happened to begin with and that it's still going right now. Yeah. And like we were saying, because there's so much crisis. Mm-hmm. particularly online being shared on a regular basis, it's real easy to move on from one crisis to the other yeah. and kind of not really put too much on it after a while because mm-hmm. you're just like, okay, what's the next thing and the next thing? And we kind of fall into that pattern. So I thought it was really important to yeah. kind of reach back and be like, hey, guys, remember this is still happening. Yeah. You know, people are still going through this and giving a voice to that situation. So on this week's episode, we are going to discuss online sensitivity <sighs> and how whether or not it has gone too far. It has. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> it <Go> has. <laughs> because there's two sides to it, right? There's a side of it being that now because our opinions are out there and exposed, there's more opportunity for us to be checked and become better. Or... I would be in check to the point of becoming robots where you don't even have the opportunity to have an opinion anymore. We're all going to be these politically correct, Uh, you know, representatives of ourselves where no one's actually saying how they feel. They're just saying what is going to be most accepted. So what do you guys think? Online sensitivity, good thing, bad thing, holding us back. It's holding me back. (laughs) Honestly, online sensitivity is holding me back. How so? I don't feel like, since we started this podcast, um, and I don't blame the podcast, it was really, since we started the podcast, I was really figuring out how to, like, just get my thoughts out there properly, just in this type of medium. You know, when you have Twitter, you have these 140 characters or this, you know, stream or whatever, and you just use it however you want, as well as Facebook, the comments and stuff. Every time you get on Facebook, someone is having uh, a fucking battle because they can't even just put their opinion out there. And for some people, they put some crazy opinions out there. But you can just scroll right past or comment, whatever. But then you just can't even do that. So it's hard for me to put 
anything out there in any form on the internet because people kind of view me as something, I guess, or, you know, I'm part of a medium where there are thoughts that are looked to. And it's just hard to express myself when I feel like I'm being policed sometimes. Right. And the internet, when people are, are coming through to check you or coming through to, you know, inform you sometimes, it comes off as, like, wrong. And I think sometimes when you're sensitive, because I'm a sensitive person, I know when I say things in, in my sensitive light, I say it wrong. So if you a nerve has been hit from someone else's sensitivity and they're like, oh, um, yeah, so you use this word and I didn't like that, blah, blah, blah. This is what you need to do. It's like you couldn't just say, oh, hey, you said something. And from my experience, like, you know, it, it just fucks with me. And it's like, oh, like my bad. That's when I'd be like, my bad, bro. But then when you're just up here saying things like, oh, you can't use this, that and the third and that. This isn't like a professional setting. This is just a hangout with friends where we can just do whatever the fuck we want. But then it's like, oh, well, you are in a light, so you have a responsibility. And it's like, I'm not even cursing nobody up out up here. Even you, friend, you can say all of the right things. And there's still going to be <laughs> one person Always. that's going to pull like that. one. Like, you just laughing right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I can't believe you just laughed at that. Right. Like right. Somebody's, somebody is going to get somebody about something every episode. Especially if they don't like you already. Yeah. And it's like, why do you do that? Like, I mm-hmm. respect the fact that some people will ride with something every week. Like, you know, on the show, there are people that listen every week and then will be like, eh. And I'm speaking in context of the show just because we're on the show. But it happens in all forms of, of the Internet for me. Like, I remember starting off on YouTube and seeing comments and people just being crazy. And would be like, oh, you can't say that. And then it was all right. It was bad, but it was like, you know, it's the first of the Internet. So you really didn't have a grasp on it. But now when it's just kind of like overload, it's a little fucked up because then people write think pieces about you and shit. And it's like, I didn't need all that. (laughs) I didn't need all that. (laughs) I I didn't even mean to incite all this. But the sensitivity, I really feel like it drives you a little out of control sometimes. And that's where it fucks me up. Yeah, you know, for me, I... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he's looking like I don't give a fuck about what I mean it's not mm-hmm. that it's just that I'm a person who strongly believes in being the same person that you are in the digital space as you are IRL in real life right mm-hmm. I believe in that like authenticity is everything for me right I'm not interested in anything that's not authentic. I'm not interested in anything that doesn't have soul to it right so I approach my life the same way. And I approach the digital space the same way. I don't. I didn't ask you for no help. I didn't ask you to be co- corrected. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? I didn't ask you for that. I don't even know you. So what makes you think it's okay? And I'm going to try to do this without cussing just because I want to work on that this year. You know what I'm saying? But I <laughs> might get a little chapter. upset Admirable. because this don't make any sense to me, right? What makes you think it's okay to tweet me? You don't even know me, right? You just follow me because you enjoy my tweets, right? The same reason I follow people I follow. But I don't know them, so I'm, they're not going to say something, right, that I may know is incorrect or may know a better way that they could have expressed it. And then I'm somebody, a complete fuck, a complete stranger, right? You know what I'm saying? A complete stranger. <laughs> I'll say it for you, a complete fucking stranger. And I go, I, 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 I tag them in a tweet and say, oh, no, it actually means that you should have said it like, would you do that to me in real life? You know what I mean? So so right. I don't give a damn about it being the internet. I don't give a damn about it being an option there for a comment. I don't give a damn about you having the option to reply. Don't. Because mm-hmm. I didn't ask you. Okay? Mm-hmm. You don't even know me. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and this is real life. If you wouldn't mm-hmm. walk up to me on this to a complete stranger on the street, you get shot. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine if people just 
checked everybody on the street for things that they felt were inaccurate. You can't do it in real life. You cannot do it in my mentions. Flat out, dog. Now, am I going to go back and forth and argue with you? No, because I'm smarter than that. Am I going to crack a joke on you? You motherfucking right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to continue cracking jokes on you every time you reply to me because you shouldn't be there. You know what I'm saying? So and I don't need to tweet you and engage you a conversa- in conversation and discuss right. it because you shouldn't even be comfortable asking me that shit. You shouldn't. I'm sorry. I'm refusing <laughs> to change, okay? It ain't changing over here in the words of the of the, of the enormous Andy Mortal, NeNe Leaks. It ain't changing over here, okay? Enormous Andy Mortal. It ain't changing, flat out. So don't tweet me no bullshit. I don't give a damn now as far as sensitivity is concerned because that's what we're discussing. Again, approach it just like real life. If I'm talking about something, number one, I'm going to be informed about what I'm discussing, right? So I'm going to do my due diligence, research it, figure out what is the correct way to 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 honor and respect something, someone, some community in language. I'm going to find that shit out because I'm not going to do that in real life, just disrespect it. Well, I will, but not unwarranted. You know what I'm saying? So that being said, I'm not going out of my way to insult anyone. I'm not going to do things and say things that I know are offensive. I'm going to work hard around that. Now, I'm funny. I enjoy being funny. I enjoy laughing. And it really, it almost gives me a boner to make other people laugh. (laughs) That's how much I love that. I love that exchange. Mm-hmm. So there's humor in everything. I'm going to crack jokes within reason. Now, my parents raised me right. Certain things ain't funny. You know, well, everything really is funny, but certain things ain't funny out in the open. So I'm not <laughs> going to, you know, be insensitive. Further reasoning, okay, that you don't need to be in my mentions trying to check me about anything. That's why I don't respond to the comments, because if I did, people would probably stop listening to the show. And I'd rather have, for real, and I would rather have everybody here, you know, so I just let that be their space. I feel like it's none of my business. Right. So I don't, I don't hardly read them. I don't respond. That's y'all space. I don't feel like it should be there. You know, I feel like the, the, I feel like the introduction of the comment section was when things really got fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But, but, you know, it is what it is. Leave me alone. Basically, that's all I got to say. Again, for the people in the cheap seats. Don't tweet me shit about anything that I've said. I don't give a damn about how you feel about it. I don't care. I have a really good heart, and I'm not trying to offend anybody, but I am going to be funny, and I am going to opine on things. So don't waste your time, okay? (laughs) Tweet me anything. I don't need a think piece. I don't give a I don't care what you think anyway, you know? I just want you to have a good time be taught something, you know what I'm saying, and enjoy yourselves. I try to make everybody happy and smile. So leave me the fuck alone. That's and, it. And people really get away from that. People really get away from the fact that, like, the like the way that y'all feel about me is none of my business. Like, And that's just really the black bottom line. And when you think about that in context to the way that you do things <clears throat> for the Internet and the way that people receive that, people on the Internet was like, you know what? I'm going to share this with this person, but my opinions really don't matter to them because, like, it's not their business. Then I'm going to, that's why for the most part I try not to respond because your opinion is your opinion and that's how you feel. But it's just people take things out of context so much. As a creative, you know, you just fight so hard to put things out in a way or try to get shit together in a way that you want that doesn't fuck things up. So the moment someone is like, hey, your shit's bad, it's like, no, it's not. You just, it just doesn't look the way you want it to look. And that's, hmm. and that's fine. But, like, this is how I've done it, and you should just respect that. Yeah, I don't even care, though. 
Like, I promise. <laughs> and the reason that we can laugh about it is because y'all know I'm telling the truth. Like, I really don't. I know. I, I want to be better. I, I want to be the best. You know what I'm saying? And I want to I want to respect everybody. And I want to be informed. But I can do that on my own. Like, I don't need y'all for that. So and, don't. and that is generational, yeah. I feel like. Because, you know. Yeah, well, we I'm all a whole school. <laughs> and, and honestly, like, growing up on the internet and, you know, doing the MySpace and shit and the coding and then the YouTube and all that, like, you kind of lose sight of what's okay off and online or if those things even bleed together or if they separate. So I always kind of, like, fight those thoughts when I'm dealing with certain people. I'm like, they must just be behind the computer a lot. Or, you know, they grew, or they didn't do the internet until whenever, you know. I've never struggled, though. And then I'm very interested to know what you think, Fran. Yeah, because you, cause you look like you about to eat. Man. You do. No, no not at all. I know Fran has perspective, okay? So, but so anyway, we got to get this off our chest. I've never, this is like, for real for me, I've never struggled with the desire to respond to someone's tweet. Like, if you respond. saw them say something offensive? Never, yeah, never. Yeah, have I. For me, I, I've just always understood that that was that person's space And now, I'm curious about that, too. Like, what is it that makes certain people feel so compelled to mm -hmm. correct and to say something about everything that offends them? And then other people can just see it. And is that a bad thing? That's my question. Is it yes. a bad thing that we don't comment? Oh, no. Hell no. That's a good thing. We're bad. We're, like, doing it right. Because you know how sometimes <laughs> they say um, when you don't correct bad behavior, you're just as guilty as the person doing the bad behavior. You know well, people say them. things like that? Yeah. Whoever, whoever like, the being first neutral is almost as oppressive. Right. You know how people say yeah. that? So, that's only relevant in situations and, that matter. Like, if, like somebody's, if someone's getting beat up <laughs> yeah, outside, you know, right? or somebody's, like, doing some crazy racist shit in front of you to a and whole group of people, some kids or something, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And you let it rock. That's what they was talking about. Right. They, that was before the internet anyway, about. whoever the first person that made that up and ruined it for all of us. They did, They was talking that shit before the internet, so it doesn't apply to us. <laughs> we can continue minding our motherfucking business, friend, and being happy. No, you but know? I wonder that, too, because you guys know I always question everything mm -hmm. I think. It's just Bless habit. your heart. Trying to be good and shit. Just habit. But I wondered that about myself, like, because I'm not someone that I've still, listen, we're on the internet. There are a million people I follow right. that have said inflammatory shit. Mm -hmm. People I respect, people I admire. <laughs> That I've said things Probably that I'm just me. like, Shit, no. yeah, like for real, shit. No. And we all, we love each other, shit. <laughs> but there are people that have said things that I'm like, wow, you know, that kind of make you feel like, how could you think that? How could mm -hmm. you say that? But I also don't think it's my place to tell someone what to think. Right. So I think that's why I haven't ever felt the need to be like, this is wrong. Because like I've said before, everyone is allowed to be where they are. Mm -hmm. This is where the person is right now. Who am I to tell him that? Where he is is the wrong part of his life. He's gonna figure out exactly what he needs to figure exactly. out. Ex awesome. You know, say, say that for people that are listening that feel the need to say that again, please. <laughs> no, but here's the thing: I understand too because I have learned a lot. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm confused on this subject. To be honest with you, I really don't know where I stand because I have learned a lot from being corrected by certain people, like. You know, I'm trying to think of examples, but for the most part, I will say, though, a lot of people will check me because they simply do not like me. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with what I said. Or people are just I've, another thing I've noticed, too. People have to find power where they can mm -hmm. look elsewhere. 
<laughs> like that, like the dude at the front desk. No, ain't nothing, ain't nothing like, over here, like dog. you know the bouncer at the club. That mm-hmm. he, that's his moment to shine. So he, he's gonna be extra hard on you because that's his night. That's his hour to be king of the city. Mm-hmm. So some people will find the power where they need to because they don't have it anywhere else in their day. So because I know that about people, when I see people being like, well, Fran, this is this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. I'm like, you just had to show me that you needed to trump me somehow. And that's when my That petty you're more in. intellectual than I am, that you know something I don't. It was like a rush for you to be like, you don't know this, and I do. But I bet you there are other parts in your life that I could probably trump you too. So what are we going to do? Keep playing this back and forth of right. who's more perfect or who's least perfect? Like, people are where they're at. And unless it's directly affecting you, I don't really know why you f- why people feel this need to constantly correct each other. What about the the approach, right? Because I know, like, for me, I'm much more receptive to somebody telling me, hey, this is a dope article on what y'all was just talking about, you know, for these reasons. Check it out if you get a chance. Right. Then I'll read the article right. and learn and be like, damn, I had that fucked up. Like, and I get the lesson, and that's what works for me. Again... Don't send me nothing <laughs> if, it, if it ain't if it's not like that. Right, you know what I mean. Like, like when the guy, when the young man corrected me with transgendered and not, you know, when I added the ed, when he the way he spoke to me, he was like, "Hey, I'm a huge fan of yours, and you know, I, I never want you to think I'm like trying to like cut you down, but I just this is something that I feel you should probably know." And mm-hmm. I thought. That was great. Thank you, because I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying it's tricky, because I find value in being corrected. Because I didn't know that, so now I do. And now it will never happen again. So he actually upgraded me in a lot of ways. He upgraded my speech. He upgraded my understanding. Right. So I can appreciate that. But then you have times, like I was telling you guys earlier, uh, Cheska Lee posted... The picture that of us from Shout Glamour out to Mag, beautiful brown girl, right? <laughs> you look on her face, yes. oh, <laughs> on her Facebook, and she in the caption said something along the lines of like me and Glamour magazine with two of my best girlfriends, mm-hmm. and then someone in the comments was like. Do not say best girlfriends because that's heterosexist, and that's when I was like, okay, listen, like that's when I think it's starting to get become overkill because it's like now everyone's turning everything into an intellectual debate mm-hmm. and it's just like overwhelming think peace, think peace. yeah like even um i'm trying to think the episode where asante was asking us about our style and i mentioned me being oh. thick and how certain skinny girls can pull off certain outfits, and then when I put it on, it it has a different feel to it. So I used the term cheapen. I was like, I feel like there's certain outfits that I cheapen. Mind you, I said that I, I cheapen right. because it's how I view it. So someone got really, really angry and sent me, like, a whole thing on Twitter. Um someone called me a bitch like it was insane i was like this is nuts i said i feel that way about myself granted a lot of women said that they agreed they were like yeah i feel the same way there's certain outfits that because of my curves i change the way the outfit looks that's just how it is but the term cheapen is what pissed some people off and you know what and listening back i was like I told one girl, you're right. I definitely could have used a word like sexualize or. So she could have talked shit about that, too. But, here, but here's the problem. Here's the she thing. never would have been happy, friend. You but said how thing. you felt. Exactly. But that's the part where I am trying to understand who are we supposed to be online? Because yeah, no one well. is going to be perfect. For real. And it's impossible. Like, I am never going to be 
a hundred percent perfect in everything that I think and feel. Like it's not possible, and you can't expect that of people just because you enjoy their work. Everybody, like I really encourage people to keep in mind that everyone, as a person, as a human, we all have different experiences. So there are certain things that have been put into your face that will tell you this is wrong, mm-hmm. and then there are other things. There are other experiences you might not have ever had, like or when I use the word retarded. I've never been in a situation, pardon me for using that word, I've just never been in a situation where I've looked at a person or referred to one or even heard of someone getting in trouble for using that word um, in reference to a disabled person or handicapped person or whomever the word goes to because I've never used it towards any group of people like that. Now, like you said, like when people check you, they are usually right because what you're saying can be wrong. The problem is... We've all had different experiences. So, like, my wording and the context that I use it in sometimes, or even yours or or yours, like, they're referring to different things. And, like, Mm -hmm. we know right from wrong. We're just—it's a casual-ass show where we just talk the way we want to talk because of how we talk from our experience. And I think people should just be able to decipher when— it's just the cool ass talk versus when, when it's malicious yeah. versus yeah. environmental, and, which and I do then, think it is. Sorry to interrupt no, you, ahead. but it because it reminded me when I was in high school. Mind you, we're all like hood kids. OK, right. I'm in high school. We're in a class. There was something we were talking about. I obviously don't remember. I'm in like ninth grade <laughs> and I, I won't repeat the word, but. You know the word we use in the hood when someone has Asian eyes. Yes. That word mm-hmm. that starts with a C. Yeah. So I didn't know that that was an offensive word because I'm from the hood. I didn't know. Right. So I said it in class. Oh. <laughs> Everybody, all the white kids were like in an uproar. It was like the teacher took me out the class and was like, you cannot say that. And it was so scary in that moment for me because I legit didn't know. Like, right. I had never been corrected. You grow up in the hood saying Asian, you know, oh, her eyes are, mm-hmm. you know, because right. she looks Asian. And it was so normal for us. Mm-hmm. So that's the part where I get anxious because even when we get on people online, like I've seen there's this new thing now where girls are getting on men for not knowing certain, you know, things about how our bodies are made or anatomy and be like, don't date someone that don't know, if you know, where you pee from. All these. Listen, that's funny. Yes, it makes for a funny tweet. RTs, but it's also kind of fucked up mm-hmm. because some people just aren't just, aware. And granted, we're adults. You should do your research. You should be studying shit. Like, yes, I get that. We also have to understand there are a lot of environmental factors yes. for why certain people know certain things and others yes. don't. And I think it's unfair when we all attack people for what they don't, for what they do and don't know. Exactly. And that's not making excuses. Like, Unless adults it's a should, Republican. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> Adults should know things. And don't tweet me shit about talking about Republicans either. Go oh, you're going to get that. But I think, I guess the line, like you were saying, Asante, is like, what's the line between someone saying something because they're just genuinely malicious and someone saying something because they generally didn't know Sometimes and needed you to can be tell, corrected. You know? Sometimes right. you can tell. Mm-hmm. And now I will, you know. Like when I said that in that class, for the teacher to take me right. out and make me sound like I was being this racist person you know and and it was i was so scared because i was like oh shit i didn't even know that's a bad word and again and you know you were in school so it it was also the correct place for you to be corrected as well Mm -hmm. and the correct person the teacher if anybody was going to say anything to you it should have been the teacher right so cool you know what i'm saying lesson learned right you also were a child and the teacher was an adult see right now you're a full-grown woman 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cycling just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and even so though you we all don't are need to be told anything Give from to anybody. Him. Okay? Now you have a platform where you inform other people. So really they're supposed to be listening and that's it. But of course they want to give something back to you. Anybody that follows you, friend, or that is exposed to your brand, they know the tone that you speak in. They know the general warm, welcome, open arm atmosphere that you have in your space in the digital world. Mm-hmm. There's no need for nobody to be trying to check you about anything. When they come in there calling you out your name, when they come in there accusing you of, of being malicious and insulting people and they know that you were not, those people are doing that with bad intentions themselves and they're going doing that to fuck with you. So block every last one of them and talk about their mama <laughs> and keep it moving because they don't have they not even welcome there. It's not even that energy. You get what I'm See, saying? But that's, but that's where I'm confused because it's like I'm like and this goes for everybody, whether you're an influencer or not, you're not always gonna get it right. I saw someone on Twitter say everyone has a blind spot. It doesn't matter how, quote-unquote, woke you are, how much you've read, how much you've traveled. Everyone has privilege. Everyone has a blind spot. There's going to be shit that you're going to have to get checked on at some point. That's the only way you learn and grow. I'm completely comfortable in the fact that I don't know everything. I've never Mm -hmm. tried to be someone to be like, what? You can't check me? One of your many awesome layers, one of your many awesome francilities, which just came off my my mind, my (laughs) mental. I just thought about that. One of the many francilities you have is that you're a library. (laughs) People are supposed to, as as people, we're supposed to learn from each other in general. So when they see the francility, they're like, oh, I have to give her information. But instead of doing it in a way that's like, you know, like, here is my offering. Not to say that people need to bow down to you or anything, but when you talk to people with respect, it's one thing if you're like, hey, friend, listen to the show. I just want you to check out this link. So much better. Don't You, you don't have to say you love the show or anything like that, but it's just so much better when you can just provide someone with some cool, calm information. If you just feel like you did this, so this is what you need to do. It's like, you don't know what I need. <laughs> like, you know, I need to pay my bills. How about you do that instead for me? And like, that's when you make a friend salation and block that <laughs> motherfucker like I told you to. There you go. You know, I've told you guys, I've never blocked someone it was in, fun. in my entire it's internet career. And you know what? Never. You, you don't have to. Give me your phone. Because, you know. <laughs> you don't have to. No, you your know world is, is full of the right things anyway. Because I, I feel that I respect people's opinions. I respect whether they like what I say, whether they don't, whether they have you a correction. Do. I think it's, it's all allowed and it should be all embraced but I don't until they share it well, <laughs> that's when it's fair game well, guns blazing <laughs> bye 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 your mama your child you your grandmama you about to blow my headphones out bye bye okay shit well I think it's all dope and I and mm-hmm. like I said I, I enjoy engagement is a huge part of, of what I enjoy of being an influencer I, you your guys library. see like I love being like hey here's something yeah. I have to offer what you do you have to offer and it's the all exchange I think it's great but now, because of the way that this internet is, everyone has, is so triggered. Like the girl, like we were saying earlier, there was a girl in the SoundCloud comments who was trying to check me because I said Hollywood um, tends to give more roles to light-skinned girls than dark-skinned girls. I was like, what are you checking? That's a fact. Like, <laughs> like that's why we were even having the conversation on colorism. But it's because she just didn't like me, so she had to find a, something in the episode, like, you said that and it was wrong. And it was like, girl, stop looking. You you come into the episode with glasses of of, of trigger already. So yeah. anything's going to sound like a problem. You know, and I think that's the problem with most people. They don't know when to separate 
when they don't know when to separate need the need to check someone and separate their the need, need to, to shut the fuck up <laughs> the need to pull someone down for the hell of it you know they what see, they're, they're yo happy shaming is a thing yo <laughs> i get happy shamed I'm not stop, I'm all not the time i've had people be like She's too happy. Oh, yeah. she, that bitch got a drug addiction or something. There's no excuse. It's like, what? She's, she boasts because she knows so much. Boast? I'm trying to share. There's a difference. And, and you, and you are And I'm happy sharing. while I do it. And people don't realize how much, how hard it is to be happy. Like, people just see you and they're like, oh, she got it. It's That's made. a challenge it's as it is. So but it's, it's like, don't happy being shame, happy does not mean <laughs> that it's just like, I was born this way and this is the right, like, oh, I'm just always happy. Like, this is work. <laughs> Like, yeah. um, like it's work it's a process that's it's, why joy and pain go hand in full circle if y'all been listening to the friend zone y'all have heard that like we someone take it I just, <laughs> yeah I didn't I didn't force you to listen to what I have to say I didn't force you to be here dog like I'm just giving gym I'm dropping gems you know what I'm saying <laughs> dropping and gyms. either you there to receive them or you're not if you don't like it you don't have to fuck with it you know what I'm saying and that's it and that's why I don't have room in my life you know for that shit you know what I'm have you found it challenging? Because I think it's as a comedian, mm-hmm. that's got to be even harder. Well, because because no, comedy, I, I I I I feed the need. That's my method. <laughs> when when people fuck with me and my mentions, I start cracking jokes on them every mm. single time. And like I ne- I'm never ever going to argue with you. I'm never going to go back and forth with you, but I will tell you, you look like young Jeezy. Oh you know what I'm saying? God. I will, he will tell you. He'll sit on his phone giggling like a schoolgirl, just like... Well, I giggle like a schoolboy. Thank what you very much. Ever. But, you like, know, I do. I get joy people. out of it. Right. it. It really, it tickles my fucking fancy to right. go to sit there and be like, ooh, your mama got a long sleeve bra. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that. Like, like whatever. Like, I just, I enjoy that, so... And your fans love it too, because I it's see fun. them. <laughs> it's, we be having a good time. That's what I'm saying. Like, like my my corner, my neck of the woods. We have a good time underneath everything. But how to look at Dustin? But where is the happy medium mm-hmm. between needing to be politically correct? Because it's still a need for it. I mean, we can't be out here saying whatever the hell we want about anything. Like, That's why I talk less here. You talk Honestly. like, really? Yeah, I don't say half the shit that I be wanting to say because, like, I know that... So you you comfortable with the fact that you almost have to be, like, this politically yeah. correct representative because of who you actually we, are? We all have, like, different shit, right? <clears throat> like, when I'm at the live show, it's a completely different experience. Like, people are like, oh, my God, you know, you're so on here live because... I can say whatever the fuck I want, and y'all are either going to enjoy it or not, and you'll sit there. It's not like you're going to come up on the stage and be like, um, that wasn't funny, or you could heckle me, and I might just, th- then I will choose to laugh at you. But when it's that glass, I just, moving forward accordingly, like, if I know that you're going to be there every week, I'm just really not going to give you if I feel like you deserve what you need from me. And I know that takes away from the other listeners, but at the same time, those few people sometimes don't realize that they're taking away, like I said, I'm really into art and not even just the viewing of it, but creatives and our processes and, like, what makes us. And, <coughs> like, when the world has that in any medium, like, I stopped doing YouTube videos because I was just like, I don't even care about this. And so, All the opinions. Yeah, so it's like, I didn't actually read. Like, at first, YouTube was, like, the community of comments. Like, you knew everybody in your comments. They was liking, they was com- they was doing whatever. But then it was just Stranger Fest and then... 
people you didn't know saying dumb fuck or whatever, they could watch your video friend and be like, oh, <coughs> you dark-skinned black bitch. It's like, did you even press play? What are you even talking about? It's <laughs> just like those little, the fact that you're wasting my space kind of bothers me sometimes. And if you take your time out to let me know some shit that really shouldn't be known or isn't like a really big part of my day, it'll take away from my experience the next time. Yeah, see, I don't, like, I just don't care. I'm just going to be me. I'm going to say what I want to say. I'm going to present what I feel like I want to present. And if you like it, you're receptive to it. If you don't, move on. And that's my perspective. I'm not about to, to censor myself anymore. And I will admit that when we first started this show, you both know how important it was for me to, to represent myself in a certain manner. Mm-hmm. I have totally relaxed. Like, really? I come in this motherfucker and talk. What like, has that's made what you I relax? Do. Just because it, was, it wasn't natural for me to be different than what is natural for me. Right. Now, of course, I'm aware of the responsibility I have sitting in this chair. I'm aware of the responsibility I have having a platform in general. So I handle myself accordingly. But my brand, my style is for the people that like it. And if you don't, you ain't got no business here. And and I am Martin and Eugenia Cole and Tommy, and you can get to step and like it's no reason for you to even be here if you don't fuck with me like that. All the more reason for you to never say anything to me. Don't say nothing to me because I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna talk about your mama flat out. <laughs> but here, here's my last question to you. Yes, love. So if you're getting, let's say, you know, you're you're on Twitter because Asante, you don't really go on Twitter as much as you used because to because of the internet, <laughs> right? I get it. I, like honestly, it, like on it got Twitter, to be overwhelming. That shit used to be like. I was telling you, and I always live in the past because I was telling you how funny shit was like like, two or three years ago. But that shit would legit be like Think Peace City today. And that's annoying to me. It's changed a lot. So I don't even get on the internet because I don't know most of those people anyway. And I focused on like the people that I know and like my priorities. And maybe that'll change later when I I freed up some time. Like maybe I want to get back on Twitter and and look past all that other shit. But even the people you follow or your friends will retweet some shit sometimes. And you should be like, oh, my God. And so I just log off and I just Why like, does done. it make you retreat though? That's what I'm curious about. Cause like for me, I see shit on my timeline all the time that like I don't agree with, the things and themes that I'm sick of, but it doesn't make me like say, okay, I'm done tweeting. I just can't be here. So what about it makes you feel like you have to retreat as opposed it's, to just keeping it moving? It's really more so of like streams of information. Like if I have like Twitter for me is just, them, like I said, it's them 140 characters. Sometimes I'll read two or three thoughts and then the article. But then if it's like, it's literally just the fact that it's, in my head, supposed to be Twitter. Like, it's not really a big thing. So if I see something I don't like or care about, I just log off now. Like, before, it was really, I was spending a lot of time on Twitter. So I just needed my timeline to look like things I wanted to see. Because it's annoying when you... You pick who you follow on Twitter. Right. So it's like, it's supposed to be your experience. And so when you follow people and they saying shit or putting shit that they ain't even read out, it's just kind of like, as opposed to checking them, I just, for my own um, personal experience and enjoyment, I just say, all right, I don't really care about this anyway. Because it's really more so. That there's room for like human error, right? Like people are going to tweet incorrect things. Exactly. But that's what, that's another part of just like logging off versus like trying to engage or do a whole thing. But that's where I guess the disconnect occurs for me, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have to make a decision between engaging or not. I just kind of bypass. Well, not even engaging, but like it's kind of. I'm one of those people that just it's like ADD almost. Like if you don't give me all the information that's going to keep me entertained, and you give me one thing that kind of knocks me off, it's like all right, I'm done with this. So let me just go to the next form. Like especially with media being everywhere in various forms, if I see one thing I don't like here. It sucks that I can just close one app and then go to the next and look at pictures 
And then it's like, all right, this picture's a little too much, and so that I can close it and go back to Twitter, and then my timeline's moved by that point or go look at news or whatever. You just have so much. It's like, I don't feel like I'm wasting my time on one thing, but it's like I have, there's so much shit out there. Why deal with this one thing when I can be doing these other things anyway? And I think that's where I kind of just decided to stop because it's like, Maybe I'm slow, but it's just brain power to be on there and have to, like, look at words. And then sometimes people get out of pocket and just do too much or just doing whatever, like not even really focusing. Because it's literally just Twitter. Yeah. But for a person that's, you know, focused on what they're feeding their mind sometimes, like when you're on the train and you see stupid ass ads all day, the whole time, you, I need a book on the train or I need my phone or something. So along the same lines for me. So, you know, say. But my question, because, yeah, because you don't, you're not really on Twitter as much anymore. But for you, for mm-hmm. your brand of comedy. Yes. How do, does it, well, I mean, you're saying it doesn't affect you, but does it make you want to not participate as much, knowing that everything you say is being dissected? To no. You just hit, you I ain't go going for nowhere. it. I'm going to be right here doing people. what I want to do. <laughs> I'm not, drive. you ain't going, I ain't going nowhere. You ain't going to make me go nowhere. And you don't respond. No. And if I do respond, I'm literally cracking jokes on right, you. Right, right. Because I don't give a damn about you disagreeing or what you think or whatever. But what if it's someone like, I'm trying to think of an example, where where what they say is like legit though. Like it's like, oh, okay, maybe that wasn't. I'm still going to talk about your kids. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm still going to tell you your daughter hair don't grow in the back. Or you know what I'm saying? So I'm still going to do it. I'm going to peep what you said and make the adjustment personally, but that ain't none of your business. Right. So okay. I'm going to do that on my time. That, I'm not even going to let you know. that was my question. You know what I mean? Right, that was my question for you. You do still you... ain't welcome here, right or wrong. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Because, like, the girl that, that clapped at me for saying cheapen, and I even asked, because, you know, I'm really, like I say, I'm an, an eternal student. I'm a seeker of information. Mm-hmm. I'm not a guru or anything. I've said that before. So even when my my friend Maya, who you guys know is Shameless Maya. I love her. Right. I was talking to her I about it. And I was queen. like, cheapen. When I say that, does it affect you? And she was just like, well, yeah, I don't think it's a, it's a, you could have used a smarter word because you're smart. You could have used a better word. And and she's someone that I love to death. So anything she says, I I know she's talking to me with you love. A little bit. I would have teared up a little bit. I'm like. No, but you know what? That's what's funny about being corrected. If you come, if you uh, are online from a place of ego where you expect to be like bowed down to and I know all these things, then being corrected is like the end of the world. Right. But because I know I'm not perfect. Exactly. And I always make it very clear that I'm um, constantly learning and trying to be better. When someone does correct me on something, particularly something where it was a blind spot for me, because honestly, the word cheapened, I felt nothing when I said it. Like, right. I was like, that's how I feel. But then hearing someone like Maya, who I am really close to, being like, you're smart. You could have used a better word. And even the girl that checked me for it and was like, you sexualize or provocative, like, you know. And I was like, hmm, maybe... Because I kept wondering, like, but I don't feel anything wrong with what I said. So right. so how do you balance when you don't feel that you said anything wrong, but everyone around you is like, no, it was wrong. So you, that's the question I have. Like, how do you find that balance between the world saying you were wrong and you not genuinely feeling it from somewhere? You recognize and make note of the fact that there are people that have that perspective on the situation. Right. You assess whether or not you were, you know just completely disrespecting a group of people or whatever. Mm -hmm. If that's not there, you acknowledge that within your head and you keep it moving because you still said what you meant. Now, as far as Maya, Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. addressing what you said, she can do that. She's your friend. Right. You know her personally. You all are cool like yeah, that. Yeah, and she knows my heart. She knows your heart. She knows one thing, you. Yeah, one thing um, that I have heard Cheska Lee say, which I love, is that just because your intention was right doesn't take away from whether it was fucked up or not. <laughs> and I think that's very real. That's real, yeah. You know, that's a very real thing to say because my intention with saying cheapen was talking about myself and how I view it when right. I wear certain things. I feel like, oof, I'm not doing this outfit justice because my ass is too big. Right. Like, that's just how I feel. But, you know, I also, when the girl, not the one that called me a bitch, with that, I'm like, girl, just, yeah, you just on some next you, shit. Yeah, like, no I didn't even respond to her because my world is very curated. I respond to the people that I want to respond to. Right. And if I don't respond to you, it's because there's no connection between how you're talking to me. Right. You're and a that's lost that. damn cause. Yeah, like, that's that. And that's how I stay where I stay in my little world of roses and rainbows because I don't allow you to change that for me. Oh, always so happy. <laughs> You know, I no, like it when you talk so shit authentic. like that. Right, no, I'm just fucking with you. You know how people are. <laughs> no, because people always assume, oh, she's so happy. It's not that. It's that I'm authentic. I'm authentically me, and that's all I can give you. That's all I can give you, you know? And so that's why when someone comes at me crazy, I'm just like, girl, what are you so mad about? This is who I am. I'm sorry that it doesn't fit you, right. what you thought of me, you know? But the girl that corrected me about it, I told her, I was like, oh, you know what? Thank you for that. Like, I honestly didn't see that, didn't catch that, but you brought it to my attention and it's corrected. And I even told her I'll make sure I correct it on the show too for people listening because I have no problem correcting myself. But I just wonder, like, (laughs) Dustin's over here shaking his head, but I wonder where is that, where it's like, can we say anything? Like the girl that that corrected Cheska about saying girlfriends, hetero, like it's like, now it's like overwhelming to be online. Like my heart, I'd be so tired. I'd be like, oh my God, everything is wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you just make a decision and do what you're going to do. Right. <laughs> right. Because otherwise, where will you be? I'm not, you lose well, focus on the fake. work that you'll you're trying to, to do. Fake. You'll lose why... focus on your purpose trying to satisfy everybody else's fucking sensitivities True. and shit. I'm not, yeah. doing, I'm not compromising and my artistic why... integrity because somebody got mad. Yeah. And you know, Cheska even said, I was listening to her podcast, that someone checked her because she posts these um her workouts on Snapchat. What mm-hmm. they say. And they were like that that was triggering. Because, what? like, body shaming. <laughs> because not everyone can work out like she does, and they just felt that it was really fucked up. And then she was just like, oh, my God, like, I'm posting my fucking workout. Like, I'm not saying anything about you. You just can't I'm even talk- live your regular-ass life. And she was so, like, shocked. And and I, I laughed when she was so shocked because, remember, I told y'all the same thing happened to me where a girl said my <laughs> health section of my website was body mm-hmm. shaming because not everyone... You know, because she's big and I was posting mm-hmm. pictures with abs and my I was like, but these are my abs. I, I work hard for them. I can't show a picture because I'm afraid how it's going to deal with your personal triggers of your body. Like right. that is where people starts- need to see the separation between someone's actually doing something fucked up and someone that is just triggering something that you feel about yourself. And that's where it gets fucked up for me. Like. Our, that's why I had to leave. Like, Twitter was not even a big deal for me. It was like a place where we could get on and have a fun-ass fucking time. And then here come niggas. Like, fade in the shade. If yo, if you fade were on Twitter in 09 to 10 to 11, and they were supposed to fake do that this year, but that was not happening. Fade in the shade. <laughs> for those of you that but do what not... what happened that everything changed so much? I don't know. Where did it all go wrong? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I just remember... 
like there are certain things that I cannot say on this show. I have to say that because I will say it and start laughing. But like they were just funny ass things. And you can't do it anymore. Like people will jump in your mentions. You hashtag one thing and there's a whole coalition of shit. Like, and it's like for real. And I'm like, how did you I do that? I wonder Tumblr started that. I really feel like Tumblr, because Tumblr is heavy. Tumblr is where a lot of those communities started to really build. Listen, like, they when, can stay there. You ass can't over say there. anything. Like, on Tumblr. like for real. When I, like, now that you actually say Tumblr to me I again, I feel like Tumblr started yes. that whole thing of checking people. Because, you know? oh, did it start with the thigh gap? And I had to start before that. Never mind. These people would tell you you wrong for breathing and blinking your eyes if you let them. You're just going to have to do what you're going to do. You know what I mean? Because otherwise you'll go crazy and I'm not doing that. You ain't going to have me out here (laughs) like Britney and them, all them motherfuckers just lost it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess my fear is just people not even being able to be themselves. And then we're going to just have a bunch of fake people saying Mm -hmm. what you guys want to hear. A bunch of fake shit. And so no one can actually have an opinion. You know? I don't know. I know that's exactly exactly why when people when people take like twitter breaks and stuff like that or um they're like i'm deleting my instagram like i get it because I, I have looked at there was a girl she used to have an instagram beautiful beautiful brown girl but she put up a lot of like really artsy cute stuff and then the few times she would put up herself like on the beach or in a bikini it would be like oh you're so beautiful your work's so beautiful you don't have to put your body out like oh, that you know, i've gone through that and it wasn't <laughs> even like like i'm telling you friend like probably like a one piece with like a cheap skirt on it or some shit and it's still like cheap cheap <laughs> cheap cheap <laughs> cheap there we go there we go you set the cheap alarm off see there we go there's the police cheap. i can't finish my story like like that's how bad it is like that's how bad the internet is but this girl literally had you know she could have been wearing all the clothes and somebody could be like you put your neck up there I can't believe you you got too much shit on when she deleted it yeah that's what I'm trying to figure out like the I'm willing to learn but I'm also not willing to not be who I am so what's the what's the gray area you just really pick and choose as it it comes along yeah I guess it's based on who's delivering the message to you there you go but don't forget the message can get shot too now for those of you out there (laughs) I mean that's really my my takeaway from but I yeah I've never corrected someone and trust me I've seen some bullshit yeah I've listened to some podcasts that have literally triggered me to the point where I had to pause it and be like what the fuck (laughs) and then I just you know, I'm on my way, but I've never felt like tweeting them, being like, how could you say that? I just wonder what is it that makes certain people feel that desire. But anyways. If you do feel that desire and you just want to let us know what it is about that, please. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> please feel free to let Dustin know in the comments. No. <laughs> he gave you the Bryson Tiller over here. Don't. Okay. <laughs> Don't. Hey, everybody. We just wanted to take a break from the show and remind everybody about this week's sponsor, Loot Crate. What the hell is Loot Crate? I know that's what you're asking because that's what I asked, too. Well, Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than 20 bucks a month, which is less than what some of y'all asses pay for a drink in this city and Netflix and Tidal and Apple Music and all the shit we got to have to listen to stuff. Okay. Okay. But for that price, you can get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, and unique one-of-a-kind items, and so much more from Loot Crate. Grab a map, your bag of holding, your mama, your cousin, Leroy from up the block, me, and you. 
Your mama and your cousin and Leroy, too. What about Tink Tink and Tink Tink? And your side piece, TT. It's time for an adventure with Loot Crate because this month's theme is quest. From far off kingdoms to worlds hidden within worlds, we're celebrating some of pop culture's best goal-oriented and often unexpected journeys. Now, you have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific time to subscribe and receive this month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. You cannot get that month's crate after the 19th. You hear that, Iggy? It's over. You hear that, Little Mo? It's over. Don't forget, go to www.lootcrate.com slash friendzone and enter code friendzone at checkout to save $3 on any new subscription. And when you get your Loot Crate, tweet us at friendzonepod a photo of the booty you received in that month's crate. Not that kind. Now let's get back to the show. So to follow with today's hot button issue, I thought that it would make sense to tie in my wellness segment because one thing I've learned, especially like I said with the young man that corrected me with the transgender term, is that learning is extremely important and the average person doesn't allow their opinions to even be informed ones because they don't look for answers they don't research things they don't say well why is it that I find this so weird or you know like they say the things that you what is it the things that you fear usually the things you just don't understand so I would love to bring some understanding especially for a lot of the words that we've been hit with Mm -hmm. (laughs) because like the first one being ableism Mm -hmm. we've been hit with that Mm -hmm. a lot people saying that we (laughs) I want that one honestly I want that on a t-shirt I like Kane better anyway I'm just playing (laughs) And that to me, because um, I, I use the word crazy a lot. Yeah, I was about to say I'm really dramatic. Yeah, it's like and huge in my it's and and I've been saying it for so long that I have to admit it is really hard. I try to check myself look, and I, it slips because that's what I used to describe things to I'm understand. excited about. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, you guys, it was crazy. It was amazing. But look, and, it's New York City. Every like crazy and and the R one. I'm not gonna say it, but like those are like. Tax was just saying it. Like, I, no, like every time someone tax. just says it, I'm like, that, that nigga just said that. Like, I, I say it too. And it's like, Crazy's well, hard for me, but I'm trying to work on it. I'm but I use it to it. describe a lot of things. But ableism, for those who aren't aware, like we've just been taught by a few of you who've left articles in the comments. Uh-huh. That crazy ass always leaving something in our comments. <laughs> <laughs> ableism, a system of oppression that includes discrimination and social prejudice against people with intellectual, emotional, and physical disabilities, their exclusion, and the valuing of people in groups that do not have disabilities. Now, when have we ever said some crazy shit like that? <laughs> when? When? They're not getting me this week. So. They can have, you know. <laughs> no, they can have it. I don't care. Then another word that I've been seeing a lot and I had to look up myself was cisgender. You Cis guys been what? Cisgender. I've been seeing that a lot on Twitter and Tumblr. And I know some of you are probably rolling your eyes like, how do you not know what that is? Listen, I actually the do only know what that way, <laughs> yeah, the only way to learn is to inform yourself. Right. And you can't feel bad about the things you don't know because that's how you stay ignorant. There's no room for shame when it comes to the educational space. Like, yeah. you can't have that stigma And you, what you do is you make room for more mistakes right. the less you inform yourself. So mm-hmm. I'd rather admit, I don't know what this is, you know. So I had to look that up a couple months back because I kept seeing it on Tumblr. So cisgenders, individuals whose gender identity and expression line up with their birth assigned sex. So I would be cisgender. Yeah, I'm definitely cisgender. 
I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm Chris Jenner. I'm mad. No, I'm, I'm like playing. laying up his stand up right now. <laughs> I'm not doing it. So I'd I'm be out. considered cisgender because I feel like a woman, and that has been my birth assigned sex. So right. there's an alignment there. So then you have, hold on. What's the uh, gender binary? That's another Mm-mm. term that we hear a lot. You're doing math right now. <laughs> no, but I think these terms are yeah, this is so great. fascinating. Yeah. yeah, because it just, these are things that are being used so much in a lot of these stink pieces, as Dustin says. Stinking ass stink pieces. <laughs> that it helps to know what these terms mean. So gender binary is a social construction of gender in which there are two distinct and opposite genders. So male, masculine men, and then female, feminine women. So that's the separation that, like, society has created. You're a woman, you're feminine, you're a man, you're masculine. So explain NeNe Leaks. I'm just playing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here like... Right. And then there's genderqueer, which is an identity term for a person who may not identify with and or express themselves within that gender binary. So if someone's genderqueer, that means... They may be a man that doesn't necessarily feel masculine. They could feel feminine. Or maybe they don't feel any of that. You know, it's just not being boxed So, in. like, Kim Fields' husband is genderqueer then. Is that, like, the same oh, thing? Lord. I don't even know who he is. Oh, okay. Chrissy, <laughs> remember? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Say something. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, what you gonna do? Oh, what you gonna do? Oh, should, should I put sure, it right? Right? What you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> Say something. And then Portia, I'm trying to see what are some other words that oh and then pronouns is a big a big word that is used online too. Pronouns is a word this uh excuse me. Most people have pronouns that they expect others to use for them. So most cisgender individuals use pronouns that line up with their birth assigned sex, but many gender queer and trans folks have selected pronouns that best suit who they are and sometimes even generate new terms. So that's when you meet someone who's trans and they say, please do not refer to me as he or she. They assign what they want you to refer to them as. And I think that's something that becomes a big joke online. You know, I remember with Caitlyn, it was like he, and it was like, oh, sorry, she, you know, right. right. So that, uh, that's what pronouns means when someone says like, please respect the ones that they choose for how they feel and what is representing them. So that's so a like big one. So like how Trina had that first album, The Baddest Bitch. Like that was the pronouns that she had picked, right? <laughs> so it would be like female, the baddest bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's gender Super. binary. You being gender binary. Okay. You are. Sorry, I'm Because you assigned see? female to the we baddest learning. bitch, you see? We learning. Oh, yeah, I'm learning. <laughs> you know, I'm mad at you. I wish there was a camera I'm here. glad there's not. <laughs> <laughs> and then transgender, um, for those who have still not right. um, understood the term, is an umbrella term for people who do not identify with their birth assigned sex and or whose gender expression does not conform to the societal expectations. And then trans is used as an inclusive abbreviation. And that one was really big for me because, growing, especially growing up in the hood, 
transgender, trans people have always been around. Right, That's not right. like a mm-hmm. new thing. But I remember growing up, we would call them trannies. And right. I had no idea that that was offensive. Right. And it took me now, I'd say, maybe like in the past two, three years that I like saw online people getting corrected, which is what I'm saying about right. correction. Like some of them are really important. Because yeah. imagine me going out and calling someone a tranny, not even knowing that that's offensive. So that those corrections are necessary. They are. You know, so that's why I say I get lost on like and I think, what's helpful and what's you being an asshole. But I think it, it, like like with that, it has to be that environmental thing though. It totally is because in the me, hood. And but even for me, like from coming from Atlanta, predominantly like <clears throat> you know alternative lifestyle lived city, we right. have a lot of different characters. Mm-hmm. Well, is characters wrong? I'm using characters, but I don't mean it offensively. Fran, yeah. what's that on the list? I don't see it on this list. Sorry. Oh, right. Oh. Well, it's Disney just, offensive because you're talking about characters. Just as far as <laughs> the scope goes, you know, of course, coming from a really... Mm, see, I got to tap out on this conversation. No, go ahead. Because I'm, I'm, that's how shook the world got me. I feel like I could say... You feel nervous, hell, right? Yeah, I'm nervous because you know what? I have friends... Right. No, From but the point you're making is important about the environmental factors, yeah. how you're raised. And, and that's, the, that's the sad thing. And so for all y'all corrected. out there doing that bullshit, you are stifling people's greatnesses by doing that shit. If you make it a welcome open thing, it'll be fine. All right. But when y'all do that, uh, you can't do that. Like, nah, I don't want to do it. Not because you told me to, but because you're going to be right there in my face every time I do it. And I don't want to see you. Right. Well, you're entitled the, the, to that. And the trans people that I grew up around, you know, I wonder that too, though, now that you say that. It's a really good point because the trans people I grew up around, even the ones I'm still around, they are from my hood. There was never this correction thing of don't refer to me as that, don't do that. And it's like on the internet, everything has been so... Is intellectualize a word? Yeah, intellectualize. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, everything has a term and a box mm-hmm. and a check and this and that. And I wonder, like, is that even, does that even make sense? Because the people I know in my everyday life don't That's the walk thing. around Guess with what? these boxes terms, and checks. It, they just exactly. are who they are. When you read off all these terms in these boxes, like, it's a shock to me that's And so, having like, to know all of them. I don't want to be put in most of these boxes. Like, there, are, I'm sure there are 10 boxes I probably fit into fit on that into, list, but I don't right. care about most of those boxes for my damn self. And I think that's where the disconnect kind of comes in. Because like you said, I can remember 12 to 15 drag queens, transgender, like you know, people that live in different boxes and did not have a problem with the way that things were. But the world has changed. And I guess as that changes and we have the Internet and Tumblr probably was the start I'm of the hat. sure, yeah. Like it's like all these things came into play and it's like there are people that like these boxes and more people join these boxes. But it's like... We are just becoming aware of most of them. Let me like, tell you something. I didn't even know ableist was the thing until it was used on me. I was like, I would have bought that on a shirt if it was in the, the right script. You and know? there's almost like a, to even use their own terms, it's almost an intellectual privilege. Mm-hmm. You know, that I think is unfair because you've read all these books or you've had access to a certain level of education, certain environments, certain kind of conversations. You're going to know more things than someone who... Right probably didn't have access to those books and conversations. And so it's unfair when you try to check someone, you know, to be like, you don't know this and that. And it's like, okay, why don't you ask them maybe why they don't know instead of assuming that they're ignorant on purpose. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem I have, especially being from the hood. I see a lot of these hood dudes getting made fun of all, all the time and getting dragged. And it's just like, 
you know, I'm sens- my sensitivity is the hood. You are <laughs> right, right. the hood. That's my trigger. You, you and Cardi B about this, to change the no, hood No, I really for real. do feel this protective nature when it comes to hood people getting ragged on. Because I'm like, yo, you Let's don't even know. Instead. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the shit that we don't know because we didn't have access. Don't make me feel bad for that shit. Just correct me. When I say stuff on this show... I'm not just talking shit. Like, I'm telling you how I live, okay? And proof of that is that back in 2005, when I started exploring different lifestyles and shit and learning about people, I was encountering people that I had never been around and shit, right? Mm -hmm. And one of my best friends, I'm not going to say her name, but she's transgendered. You know what I'm saying? She lives, she has breasts. She's a woman. And I didn't know anything about that. I didn't know anything about that. And I asked her. When we when when I when when I met her and I had questions and I was green, you know what I'm saying? I was like And she wasn't offended. You know what she did? She sat down and told me her story and she told me how she had gotten to certain decisions in her life, how she had arrived at certain points, things that have talked that have happened to her. She brought she pointed out differences between my experiences and hers and and reasons that and everything made sense. And I learned what to say, what not to say. I learned you know, how to approach and manage this relationship. I learned all of that. And she's one of my best friends to this day. I love her with all my heart. Um, and so that's when I when I say that you need to ask and inform yourself, that's what I mean. Right. That's um, how you find out. You need to be open to that. Agreed. And if that's you don't why I do have that, no problem admitting, like, I didn't know these terms. You know what I did? I looked them up. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only way for me to know. So those are just a few of the words that I, you know, personally kept seeing thrown around. And I know that a lot of people are embarrassed to to say, like, oh, I might not know something. So hopefully, you know, those words kind of opened your eyes to some terminology that's on the Internet, some ideas, some concepts, evolution of people. I mean, people are evolving. I don't even know if we can say people are evolving or that we're just having more open conversations. That's what we're not doing. We're checking everybody. Well, that's the thing, too. We're supposed to be having open conversations. Conversations, but now everybody's just getting checked all day. So right. I don't even know how helpful that is sometimes. But I don't know. I just thought that was, an, you know, a good way to kind of continue on with the hot button and do some learning. Because wellness, like I said, isn't just about self-care, but it's also how you treat those around you. You can stop fearing the things you don't understand and just try to understand them. And that's it for this week's wellness segment and mm-hmm. hot button issues. So let's jump into something a little lighter. What do you have for us with the icebreaker, Asante? Stream girls. All right. Oh, God. Get Dustin started. So I was thinking to myself, you have five senses, right? Mm-hmm. But if you had to live without one of them senses... Which one of them senses, hashtag them senses, them would it be? Just pull the plug for me. I'm oh, my God. You, I ain't going to lie. I want everything <laughs> I got. So if I, like, I'm not doing it. So like, y'all, y'all might as well just go ahead and, like, take the mask off. You have off. to sacrifice one? One. Mm-mm. Let's see, because taste is so important. I'm struggling with this my damn self because I Mm-mm. thought to myself, like. Because I love music. I love and music. I hear music when. I you lo- know what? For me, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Smell. If I had to let anything go, it would be smell. My experience living in New York would be way better. <laughs> Honestly, I was going to go with smell. City. You know what? I think smell might be the most reasonable yeah, answer. Smell. It's, it's, my, it's my weakest but, sense but now the, anyway. when you get that good cooked food and you just you like... You can still taste it. 
be like, I might not be able to smell it, but I'm finna tear that shit up. <laughs> I do just like I smell might things, sacrifice though. smell then. I do like walking mm. through Sephora and My lavender the oils and stuff. Oh, I need you to help me with an oil, but we gonna talk about that later. <laughs> right, I got you. <laughs> That's a, I mean, I, I guess I'll go with smell, too. Smell's the only one, because I was thinking, like, I would, I was thinking about losing my hearing, Maybe even though touch? I love music, but, like, sign language would be cool. You know, I could do that. I'm glad there's not a camera in here. Y'all would have got me. <laughs> I ain't um, losing touch. I'm going to tell you that right now. That is out I'm, of the question. Yeah, touch, I can't go. You're talking about a cornerstone. <laughs> Taste can't go either. Oh, hell no. They, they, they really in the same pile. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, Because sometimes, yeah. no, I'm just so we, <laughs> So we all getting rid of our notes. Uh, I don't know, I'm straight. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck smell. You can go. That means think about how your life would change, right? For the better. Public restrooms, not so much of an issue. <laughs> Going in the bathroom right behind your friend. Your you don't ever look at them differently. Yeah. You have no idea. Like I heard that bitch. You know what I'm <laughs> I felt it because they cause you know you can feel the vibration and shit. <laughs> like when they, they fire you, they think oh, that, that oh motherfucker can't smell. Like I felt that shit. Man. I felt that. Imagine, so nasty ass. imagine to get caught in your mouth like you thought that was cute. That was a real bad one. It's in my mouth. Right. Like, oh. <laughs> right. Mm. <laughs> Close your mouth and just grum. Mm. Oh God. Ooh. That was a good one. That was I think a good that was one. nice and quick. We was just like, mm, smell. It's like, yeah. mm, smell. <laughs> Cause I I really thought about it too. I was like, it can't be taste. Even That's though a tough one. No, I shouldn't put that out there. But say I I like to see we see each other. <laughs> and quit chewing Big Red, too, because that don't make your breath smell like nothing but cinnamon boo-boo. I used to love Big Red. <laughs> right. That was quit my chewing favorite cinnamon gum. gum. It tastes great. When I was little, that You know what I used gum. to fuck up? You remember <laughs> Dentine? Remember when Dentine was like mm, cinnamon? Dentine ice. Before mm-hmm. the oh. Dentine ice shit, when it was just and Dentine. And it had the, spe- the speckles on oh. it. <laughs> dentine was good. And Only we would be nostalgic over some If gum. anybody listened to oh this show and know about Clorets, send anybody me some Clorets. I think they still sell them in, in the South. I seen Clorets since the 60s. <laughs> the 60s. I want some Clorets, dog. Chiclets is the yellow pack, and Clorets yeah. was the green, remember? Yeah. Oh, Chiclets. Yeah, I ain't even Some people's teeth look like Chiclets. <laughs> Short too fast. That's another. Oh, I guess they're gonna talk about that. <laughs> so here comes the here comes the Stop short tooth mafia. Shaming, Dustin. Yeah. Oh, you okay. tooth shame me. See, we gonna we gonna get away from the shaming and well until I say something wrong and <laughs> move into the next segment. <laughs> Asking for a friend. We all did that. We just said it in unison, and I was singing it, so they're gonna think you were singing it. Right. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> but um, as per usual, don't forget to email us at the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. I don't know why it's so long. Just use it. Um, we're gonna jump right in. This one is titled "Please Help." I'm starting to hate my best friend. Wow. <laughs> Dear friend zone, I'm beginning to realize that I don't like my best friend very much anymore. Who is from Shekinah? Go ahead. <laughs> We've been friends since fourth grade and been through a lot together. I noticed we began drifting further apart last year when she randomly decided to get engaged to a guy after three months. While I didn't understand why she was rushing into things, we're only 22, I tried to be there for her and was even her maid of honor in the wedding. Fast forward to after the wedding, I've since moved to another state to start my career, and she's still back home with her husband, so we don't speak often, but when we do, it's very cordial. We just don't seem to have very much in common anymore. What triggered me to write to you all was a weird incident that happened yesterday. I had just got off work, and I was happy as hell that I'd be off the next day, so I posted a Snapchat in which I said, Yes, a bitch is finally off! (laughs) 
<laughs> Later, I got a snap from her account. But when I opened it, it was her husband. <laughs> he said, wait, he said that he overheard my friend watching my snap and felt the need to tell me that I should respect myself, love myself, and not refer to myself as a bitch. I did not know that. That's what I was about to read. WTF. This infuriated me. He has no right to tell me how I should refer to myself or what I can and cannot say in my snap, especially because it was done jokingly. I feel that she had to agree with him to let him snap me from her phone, which really upset me because she knows me and how I joke around. I feel the situation isn't necessarily a big deal, but it contributes to how annoyed I've become with this new holier-than-thou persona she adopted since marrying him. Every snap is a scripture or my husband this or that. Not to say that that's not okay, but it's just not who she was before him, and it all seems very fake. Especially when I know things about her nobody knows, not even him. Yikes. I guess my question is, how do I confront her about this, and should I even bother trying to save the friendship when it's clear we are just growing into two completely different people? Mm. I would love friends. As a woman, <laughs> not her friend's perspective, because her face <laughs> while you were reading that email, I, I wish y'all could have seen Fran when he when Asante said it was from her husband saying that I should not refer to my I watched Fran's countenance go. I know I should respect this myself. Motherfucker did not. when I heard when I when I heard respect you know myself and love myself, and she jumped up. I was like, oh, I said, oh yeah, Fran, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, it's hot. Come no, on, Fran. No, bow, 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 bow. Come on, Fran. No, you know why it annoyed me the most because. You guys use the word bitch a lot on the show, and I get attacked for it. Why? Do you notice that? I, I always I, get I've attacked for it. When people are like, how dare you sit in a room with two men? And, and it's just like, what is... And when is, I say the word bitch, have I ever been talking about like... And not that it would make it okay, but I I've guess. But I've never been like, offended. Like, if I feel offended by something, you guys that are listening, trust and believe I will say something. I'm not a doormat. What I am is allowing... That's very different. If people want to use the word bitch, why can't they use the word bitch? Listen, y'all not taking bitch from me. Y'all are not taking bitch from me. It is a general curse. It's nothing to do with me. I will continue to use it. Bitch, please. Bitch, please. And if you are listening and you are mad about it, bitch, bitch. I can't help it. And that could very well be. You don't even have to be a woman. I'm not referring to women. I'm referring to bitches that are triggered by bitch. And this could very well tie into environmental factor because we all from the hood yeah so did he said no is... bitch assness sorry i'm mad <laughs> maybe i was good this the whole is, show maybe this is conditioning i don't know maybe this is where I, my blind spot and when you guys call me out on it maybe i can't see it because i'm from the hood and bitch is like a greeting <laughs> first, like, of all, hey, first of all when we say that we're either joking or talking about somebody who and I'm really able deserves to see it the difference <laughs> like we're either joking or talking about somebody that really deserves it because you know it discernment i think is a, is a is key to to being able to deal with how people speak around you. Not everything is an attack. Furthermore, friend, again, this is what people forget. You know me, I know you. You know Asante, right. Asante knows you. We are having you are, a conversation. You know full and damn well that I would never, it's not even in my heart to ever even disrespect you, period. Right. Off rip, I'll fuck somebody up or over you. Or any women. Period. Like, it's I don't even not... get down like that. Because since we're on it, like, and to Dustin's point, again, like, we know each other. We are having this conversation. We know what to say to each other, what's right. funny for each other. Like, we, I have never sat in here and for had to be like, okay, you can't say that. Like, you know, 
to her because I know what the fuck I can and cannot say to Fran or to Dustin or them. Dustin just checked me on the girl thing because I should know better. <laughs> like then, like that is a prime example. But outside, but outside of that, we're friends, so we should know better. That's why we can check each other and do that. And shit. that wasn't even a check. And it bitch, just was please. an acknowledgement, right? <laughs> but back laughing. to you, funky bitches. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the Talking bitch. about, oh, yeah, you know, that's a joke. It's right? a joke. You see what I'm saying? That's not me saying, hey, friend. You know, you don't tell friend. Don't get me started. Don't tell friend what do, she needs to and do. And also, here's the thing us. that I just want those listening to the show: do me a favor. If you have an issue with Asante and Dustin, tell us. Why not tell them? Because we will tell you. Know I'm not their mom, <laughs> and I know it's because I'm the quote unquote nicer one. <laughs> you guys are probably like, well, she won't curse at me. I'm gonna start it. going back. I get it. I'm the nicer one, but it's also not. I am not the police of this show. And not just that, but we see it. Well, if we decide to look, we see it too. And, and thank you. So you can, leave adju- a you can address us. It. Just leave the comment with whomever's name, not the at, because you don't need to be in my mention. You can't address me. <laughs> just say what you have to say. <laughs> just tell her you can't address me, dog. But, I'm cracking well, that's the jokes. Thing. I'm talking shit. I'm having a good time, and it is what it is. I'm not trying to hurt no And that's the body. thing, though. You don't like it, that's your business. And And just don't. And because Dustin is saying don't address him, don't address Fran for, on, on behalf of what you know Dustin. You might as well write that down on a piece of paper and rip it up. Definitely. Put it in the wall like on the Secret Life of Bees. Remember uh, the one sister that had the, oh the, God, the learning yes. disability or whatever? When she would get mad, she would be like, I think her name was, was she May? I think she was May. I was high. And so they'd be like, May, gone out to the wall. She would take yep. and write her problem, roll it up on a piece of paper, and stick it in this rock wall in the backyard. So for years, when I get upset about summer, when something makes me emotional, I'd be like, it took me to the wall, y'all. <laughs> it took me to the wall. You might as well build a wall and stick it in there because it's not... It's pointless for you to even bring it to my attention. And for even real. this husband needing to hit her to yeah, say, "Bitch, to like <laughs> on the snap." She's being playful. I don't know, you, need you guys. To the internet yourself. can wear me out sometimes. <laughs> me too. Now, okay. So here's my here's my take on this letter. Right. Um, you should definitely tell her to check her husband. You should definitely tell her what he did and that it was completely inappropriate and it wasn't his place. I don't think her friend's going to care. Well, then then you should do what I want you to do, which is on a petty note. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. <laughs> tell that nigga she cheating on him. <laughs> like, <laughs> make up a lie. You don't talk to her ass no way. You know what I'm saying? So who cares? Y'all I mean, ain't even friends no more. Let it go. So you might as well really go ahead and ruin it and be like, send him another snap. Be like, well, since we snapping... <laughs> I would have just snapped back, bitch, please. Right, right, right. Since we snapping, right. Since we snapping, your bitch got another nigga. <laughs> and she said he fucked better than you do, nigga. And, that's going to kill, that's gonna kill Look, him. And do it do it with the panda filter on. Do it no, topless. Do it topless. <laughs> do it topless Wait, in the snap. Wait, topless with the panda Since filter. Since say he got... <laughs> Oh my god, this is the worst response ever. <laughs> I'm told her to take her titties out and put a panda That's right, and cuss her panda nigga panda, out. Panda. Topless. I personally wouldn't have responded to him because A, you already don't feel her, so that friendship seems like it's moved on. And then this is her husband. No matter what you say, she's going to side with him most mm-hmm. likely. That's so. why you need to really make up a good lie. Like, be like, <laughs> that's why her mama can't stand you. All her family talk about you all the time when you ain't around. <laughs> like, say something <laughs> mean like that to him. That's really going to give him a complex. The only part I didn't like was that he said he heard her Snapchat right. from a friend. I'm like, 
why are you following me on Snapchat? No, he said he, he, he overheard, overheard it, it when she when his wife played it. Oh, he said yeah. when his wife. I heard. I thought he, he said, said that he I overheard, overheard my it. my friend. He said that he overheard my friend, the her friend, watching Got my snap you. and felt. And that's what made him feel okay. Mm-hmm. I misunderstood that line. Even thought... still, get you some business. And why you? Why you? Right. Why you? Why you? Why you over? Why you over shit? here? She need to be checking her nigga about <laughs> cocking her phone like that. <laughs> Why Number you a doormat? Be like, nigga, get out of my phone. And I'm sorry, but why are you hitting my friends up? Like, what are we? What? No. Right. There's some shit need to be addressed, and it ain't got nothing to do with yeah, her calling herself a bitch. And I think you should just have a conversation with your friend. Don't even talk to the husband, because like you said, you don't even know if you're going to salvage her, the friendship with her. And just be be real. Girl, we girls now. Your husband we is work. crazy, girl. He didn't got in my DMs. <laughs> so, you know, just as your girl, I don't like all that. Mm-hmm. Like, he could have felt however way he wants to feel, but he can, y'all can keep that between y'all, or you can come tell me and I can talk to you about it, but he don't need to be talking to you about nothing. I wouldn't even and, waste my life source. Well, and, 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 look, and, and look, look, and if you're going to run with friends, you are not, y'all ain't really friends no way no That's more. So, saying. girl, like, you can easily on. just. Block on the Listen, snap. spring renewal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sweep that out. Or tell so him she said he got a little penis or something. Something to really hurt him, you know? Something he ain't going to forget. And since you know he's sensitive, something he's going to think about all the time. Like, just go ahead. <laughs> Dustin, what's the next letter? Yeah. Do we have time for one more? We do. do Let's we? get it. All right, so this next one is going to come from... Oh, I was about to read your name. I be telling y'all not to be doing that, but you know, I held it down. I'm not going to read your name. This one is titled... Healing the Abuser. Hey, friends, let me get right down to business. Last year, I had a terrible breakup with my ex-girlfriend. I'm gay. We broke up mainly because we didn't know how to work together in healing for one another. It got to the point when she started saying I was being abusive in many ways, emotionally, etc. After we went our separate ways, I began my first year out of college. I have a good job and can afford some of the nicer things in life. Yet, I wasn't happy. I signed a lease with a classmate, and it became apparent that I couldn't live with that person. I ended up moving to my own place and burned another bridge. I had gained about probably 30 pounds, didn't want to go out, avoided coworkers, and generally just receded from the world. I couldn't figure out what was wrong, but I knew I was being destructive to myself and others. Now I'm on a path of healing and truth for myself. I started listening to podcasts, including yours, because who in the hell wants a musty brain? <laughs> Shout out. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> working out, reading better, eating, be- or reading, eating better, and taking time to reach out to friends, acquaintances, and family. I even took a leap to DM my ex to see how she was doing. Surprisingly, she was actually happy to hear from me. You guys tackle a lot of topics surrounding mental health and practicing wellness, but I was wondering specifically, what can abu- what can an abuser do to stand in their truth but remain accountable and heal from the inside out? That's for you, friend. Wow. Because that is, I mean, I don't know if I'm an abuser, but, you know, if I'm an abuser, how do I heal? I just want to give her props first, right? Yeah. Because, like, she... Acknowledging that. She acknowledged a lot of things, and she's really holding herself to task, and I like that. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's the kind of person that you can get somewhere with. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? So I, I like that, and I think that you're doing a great job thus far. You know what I mean? You're, you're acknowledging and being honest about what has happened, and you are so well-intentioned in your, you know, in your outreach to your ex. So I think you need to just keep going. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you are aware that you have abusive tendencies, that's already amazing because most abusers wouldn't even know if you put it in their face. Like, they're just like, what? Like, no. And they get, you know, defensive and there's no way around, like, trying to get through to them. So the fact that you were able to step back and be like, 
I am being destructive, you know, and I actually think the time you spent alone where you retreated from everyone, you saw it as a bad thing or viewed it as depression. But sometimes that isolation is what is needed in order mm-hmm. to have a better sense of self. I always say that. Absolutely. You know, it was the times that I've uh, withdrawn a little bit from the world that from the outside looking in, it might have seemed like depression. But from the inside looking out, it was the need to reflect mm-hmm. because I wasn't happy with my role like in place with other humans Mm -hmm. (laughs) that makes sense because i like i mentioned before on the show i had destructive behavior as well in relationships cheating and lying and being sneaky and just all these awful things that i was doing with people because i was so unhappy that it was just easier to like be destructive with everyone around me you know and it was all under the guise of me being fun but it was like no girl you're being awful yeah. <laughs> like that's not fun you know this bad girl image that's actually covering up a lot of internal bullshit so i think it's great that you took that time out now you're reflecting only thing i can say is just keep is is to get a journal you know i'm gonna say that <laughs> I was about to say get a job <laughs> get a job constantly like get god a job damn and stop worrying. Yeah. No. no 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 get a journal and and write down like what chat you have to get to the bottom of what's hurting you because this is something hurting you that has nothing to do with anyone around you mm-hmm. write it down try to figure you know what it is the thing is you know the things that have happened to you and and then try to understand how to get through them not get over them but get through them because mm. you gotta get through this that's powerful yeah and that mm. that to me is what has been helpful that's what i'm actually really looking forward to starting up this mental hygiene series again a lot of because people ask me why i stopped um, when I was going into the third episode, it was about my mom and her relationship with her mom, just to kind of show the idea of perspective and forgiving our parents. And then my grandma died. Mm. So I felt yeah, it was a very tricky time for me because the things I was going to speak on were really harsh yeah. things that you guys are probably going to be shocked about that I had already cleared with my mom. <laughs> she agreed that it was okay. But I hadn't cleared it with my grandmother, and I felt that it was bad to, like, put that out around the time of her passing because it's really heavy things. But I'm willing to put certain heavy things out there in hopes that the heaviness will impact, you know, because I think that that's what's important. Remember, we talked about bonding Mm -hmm. and misery. I never want you guys to bond with my sadness. I'd rather you bond with how I got through it. You know, so then now we could all be cool and just, like, try to get through all these things that everyone's dealing with. Well, you sure don't look like what you've been through. Man. I know that much. <laughs> there are just That's so a good many. thing, though. You're fine, For real. <laughs> you, you just have so many, like, awesome moving parts to you. Like, yeah. it's not even just the, like, you, like, it's not even just the one, like, little thing. That's why, so, whenever it's friend doing something, we, like... <laughs> like, like I, I just get on my, my my arms and I'm just like, what's she about to say? Like, what's about this <laughs> no. is the gym today? No, but you know, I think that is the people that that have the most to offer are usually the ones that have been through the most shit. You mm-hmm. know, like I people think I'm so happy because I've always been this way. No, I've been through a lot of shit. <laughs> and I've gotten through it. And like, that's why you don't look like it. it. <laughs> you, you exfoliated with it or whatever. Right. Like, whatever right. you did. Shit. Aztec clay and apple cider vinegar yeah, made you a whole new woman. <laughs> okay. But yeah, those I mean. are things I'm definitely looking forward to sharing. And like I said, it is scary to put your personal business out there. I think the internet has made that a very difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to take the brunt of whatever comes of it just because I know 
there's a percentage that will use it to slander, but there's a percentage that will use it to heal. So I'm going to focus on the people that will use it to heal. That's right. And I'm watching the comment section when you post it. (laughs) That's the one video where I am going to be an active (laughs) participant in the comment section. I'm telling y'all now. I'm excited for that because I think, you know, healing is is my mission statement. Amen. So to to the writer of that that message, hopefully even my um, mental... Say menstrual hygiene, Jesus Christ. Men- well, mental. <laughs> we covered that one I mean, week. I think you, know. said some, you said something about that one week. My mental think- hygiene series yeah. will will hopefully help you, um, you know, start to tackle some of those things. Because I'm pretty, uh, you'd be surprised. A lot of us have been through a lot of the same shit. No, it's li- just a matter of who's willing to talk about it. No, listen. From the email, I was actually going to say, I remember at one point, kind of sitting down, and you know. You know when you're in that, like, slump or whatever it is, and you're just kind of in that haze. Of course. And I can still just, people always ask me, like, oh, what's wrong, whatever. And it's like, it really wasn't anything wrong on the outside. It was just really me figuring shit out on the inside, like, sitting at my desk, like, trying to figure out what the, the, the pieces are. And that's not a bad thing. And so now when people are like, oh, you've had this big glow up, it's like, I really just had to sit down and take inventory of some of the things. I couldn't work through all of it now. You know, I'm still living in New York City. So it's really taking that time to figure out what you can take on and what you can't. And, girl, you, you're moving in the right direction. Hell yeah. I really want to say your name in case, you know, it don't work out with your ex or somebody knows there's an eligible uh, <laughs> young thing out there for him. But, you know, good luck to you. You're, an eligible you're, young thing. If you're really trying to heal, you know. No, no, I right like there. her. Mm-hmm. I like her approach to everything. You know, I would even hang out with her because I ain't scared of you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know you got issues to tackle, but you ain't finna tackle me. So I ain't, I ain't scared of her. Well, who doesn't I, have I, issues? I hang yeah. out with her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we can have a good time because I feel like she's progressive, you know? And yeah, I ain't scared I like of it. her ass. I love a reflective person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That to me is amazing. Really admirable. That was a great... Uh, email for this week actually. It was. you really gave a, you gave us something that right there right? I like that <laughs> you did I like that what's the black business of the week well if you want to know what the black business of the week be Rachel Dozio's weave line nah I'm just playing <laughs> imagine you know her ass her funky ass was on uh, I think it was today or good morning America one of them and whichever one of them, which I would love to work for at some point in time, <laughs> I really want to be Shameless on today plug. at Good Morning America. So I'm going to shut the fuck up because I don't want to mess that up. We're just going to pin it right there because the jokes write themselves. So <laughs> Well, mm-hmm. since we're getting back to the black business of the week. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, this black business is uh, it's, it's T-shirts. Everybody likes T-shirts, right? I feel like we did T-shirts. We don't do enough apparel for the guys and the girls. I saw somebody wearing a really, really cool shirt. It was a Knowledge's Power shirt with a fist on it. Cute. <laughs> and then I had to be real black and be like, hey, brother, where you got that shirt Oh, that's how you got it? Yes. I like that. And how it was, organic. And it was an Etsy. <laughs> he was like, oh, this is Etsy. This is a black person. They do all these cool T-shirts. And I'm like looking at the Etsy and I'm like, oh, these are actually really, really dope. I saw dope. one that said life is dope. Life is dope. And I'm ordering it tonight before this episode airs because I know y'all about to kill that story. Look, yeah. <laughs> look, 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 look. You need to, I'm yeah. I'm going to go through my faves. Because listen, it's a, it's a off shoulder too. So. Oh, cute. Yeah. I'm getting so that. I can't wait to borrow that from you. Um, <laughs> they also have still like air I rise. But uh, this t-shirt company is called Three Little Birds Tees. And it's spelled out all together under, it's an Etsy shop, so I'll make sure we get the link under there for you. Yeah, but I'll post that for you guys. There's some underneath. really, really dope shirts on here. There's, you know, Black Girl Magic, Life is Dope, some beautiful images, Knowledge is Power, Panther and Queens, or Panther, is this Panther and Queens? Panthers and Queens. All right, y'all, I can't do it for the the, the ableist people or, or whomever. See, I might be an ableist just by using that wrong. Um, <laughs> there's just a bunch of really cool t-shirts on here. Just really check them out. Um, guys and girls, because I'm definitely going to be getting the Knowledge is Power shirt. 
Oh, and still like air, I rise. Maya Angelou. Cute. We'll definitely check them out. What is it? Three little birds. Three tees. little birds. Tees spelled all out. And so tees you can go is T E E S. Yes. So it's etsycom slash shop slash three little birds tees. And I, like we said, we'll always post the Black Business link underneath the SoundCloud. I saw someone asking that in the comments. Do you guys have any? church announcements this week no i just want to thank everybody for all the birthday wishes it made a nigga feel like a g yeah you know your birthday was awesome cuz i had a good time thank you thank you to you both for coming out it made my day of course um you know i just i'm really grateful and moving forward with humility and diligence and focus for this yes year. i love yeah. it thank affirmation you. thank you for having yeah. celebrity guests at your brunch oh shout out to my celebrity guests yeah right <laughs> my friend all my friends are famous yeah right but no my friends Pretty came much. through from all over shout out to everybody so yes it was fun it anything was. asante uh no church announcements but i do just want to take a moment to say that uh there I don't want to be dark. I don't want to end it on a dark note, but there's just been, like, a lot going on. And uh, I just want to shout out to these two young ladies, um, Shawanda and Tawanda. They were at the Reed in Charlotte, and they were nothing but nice to us. They were in a car accident on April 1st. and What? I don't know why, Shawanda, you keep messaging me about sending me this package, but don't even worry about it right now. Um, they were in a really, really bad car accident, and right now my prayers are just going out to both of them. Absolutely. And, okay, out. you know, People that support in any form or fashion are just always going to be great people to me. You know, even if you do something crazy afterwards or whatever, like you're just you're trying to give back. And I can always appreciate that. So everybody just send them some love and life. They're going to need it. Oh, definitely. I'm praying for y'all. And uh, that's really just much it for me. Yeah, I don't have for any church announcements. With. Nope, not this week. Dustin, you going to end us out in song? <coughs> <laughs> No, no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> We'll see y'all next week. Stay black. And Bye. Bye. Bye.